It's time now for the Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins, proudly brought to you by Delta Hospitality. And here are your hosts, Matthew Duncan and Peter Swampy Marsh. Welcome to episode 20, Peter Swampy Marsh. Big 2-0. 2-0 and our final episode for season 2015. The last one. It feels like yesterday that we first started. It does. Already. I went back and reminisced. I went and listened to all the episodes today. I just run through them all and they'll be available in a box set for Christmas. For Dad. For Dad. For, for Dad. Father's Day. We'll try and get them out oh, for Father's there you Day. Go. Look, yeah. our merchandising team needs to get on yes, that. Yes, they need to get onto that quickly. So that's this is the final episode. It started, started with the Blackhawks. Yes, yeah, started with the Blackhawks. It's going to finish with the Blackhawks. With the Blackhawks. So that's how we'd always planned it. Uh, no, we actually hadn't planned it. We are hoping we were going to lead it all the way into a Dolphins Premiership in the Intrust Super Cup, but not to be. Not Unfortunately, quite. for all our computer work and the computer that we'd... Borrowed from NASA telling us how we were going to make the finals with results. It hasn't panned out for us this year, Swampy. The dream is over. Officially, like, curtains. It's gone. We, like we said, we went into the game versus... We, we needed to beat Easts and the North Devils needed to beat the Northern Pride. Neither of those things happened on the no. weekend. So we were well and truly out. Even if we'd beaten East, our season was over. It's a bit disappointing, but really, when you go back to it, Matty, if there's probably three or four games that the Dolphins could have won, they'd managed to put those away, put those two, two points away, they wouldn't have been in this position. There's, so. there's a couple of games that, that come to mind. That Back to the first game of the year versus Tweedhead, 16-0 lead, you thought, wow, we're in for a great season, and, and they let that one slip. And I think I said to you at the time, geez, I hope that game doesn't come back to biters. I know it was only early, but... And it looks like it may have. There's a couple of other games where they headed up to North Queensland against Mackay and also the Pride. First game against the yep, Pride, yep. correct. They led uh, Mackay and the Pride both up and got run down. And then, of course, there was the draw versus Papua New Guinea where they had three field goal attempts go astray in the last five minutes. Did still salvage a point out of that game, but an extra point would have been oh so important uh, in these last couple of rounds. But we've still got... Last week to talk of, Matty. Yes. So let's get into it. We will get into it. Now, not a, a traditional show. Some of the segments aren't going to be... We're going to have a little bit of a review of the year, but there's. Uh, we'll still have a look at the week that was brought to you by our great sponsors, Woodland Shop Fitting. And, of course, not the way we wanted things to go in the Queensland Cup match, Matty. A 32-22 to loss against the East Tigers in the BRL, a Big win, 46-12 over Valleys. Yes, yes, that was Great a big stuff. win. That, that was a really good win. And in the Colts, a huge win over the Falcons, 44-4. Say that three times fast. 44-4. 44-4. Bailey Rogers, three meat pies. Yes. Well done to Bailey. Tyson Gambles, uh, 18 points for the game. Yeah. And that's 200 points for the season for Tyson. So yeah. an enormous effort there. Well done. He's a fantastic player, Tyson. He's one to jot down. And keep an eye on. He he is a, a real good player, Tyson. And I'll tell you how good he was going. As he was lining up his goal for, I think it might have been the last goal of the day. I heard the touches talking because I was standing behind the post as I do. And one touch turned to the other and said, Jesus, six Redcliffe's some type of player. So you know when the when you've got the touches talking about you, you're going okay. So well done to Tyson. It's been a great year. And let's hope Tyson and, and the rest of the Colts boys keep on going well for the rest of the season. They're in a good position. Heading into finals, I talked to Mickey Roberts after the game there, coach, and he said everything's on track. Of course, Burley, I think, are undefeated all season in the Colts. They're going to be hard to beat, but we, we got them in the grand final last year. So if you can get them on grand final day, that's the only time you got to beat them. So if they can get there, a fair bit of water is still going to the British. 
Absolutely. And as we get a little bit closer, if the Colts are doing quite well, there may be a special episode of the pod just to preview that. But we'll see yeah, how we yeah. go. If if the Colts or or the BRL make a grand final, we've said, yeah, we'll do a, a special grand final pod. If, if you're out there and you see the Colts or the BRL players, maybe just and you're a big fan of the pod... Yeah. Little bit of extra motivation, maybe. So hey, look, you need to you need to make it so we, we can get more we pod can get for, another twenty fifteen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there is don't want to put that pressure on the young on the young. Yeah, men, that's it. We can win a grand final. And we can produce more pods. I hear flippers actually in the change rooms intimidating them. Yeah, pumping them up, it's, saying. In, oh, I heard intimidating a la McFanning style. Well, so McFanning, Tony, Tony Abbott. Abbott. No, I know. Yeah, flippers I know. got a bit was, of a record. I was trying so. to put a positive spin on it. Potentially, two more pods for the season. Grand final edition pods for the BRL A-grade and also the cult. So fingers crossed we get two more pods for the season. But having a look at that game on Sunday versus East, uh, Dolphins just seemed a little bit flat from the start. Mm, absolutely. It was it was a tough game. It, on top of that, Matty, a few things didn't really go their way. Some bounces fell odd. Some passes didn't quite stick. And I suppose when you're a little bit flat, it's very easy to get down on that. And then he's had a few things go their way yep. as well in that first half. So we need to make a mention of it. He's been a real highlight of the year since he's come into the team. And a pod favourite is Marlon Doak, yeah. who's outstanding on the day. He's just an exciting machine. Mm. I caught up with Marlon after the game. And we'll have a listen to that a little bit later in the pod. But a real laid-back character, but fantastic to watch. And, and Troy Lindsay, as we'll hear in Cowboys interview, made comparisons with one of the all-time favourites of the Dolphins, Aaron Barber, in how he can spark a try out of nothing. That is very, very high praise. And I think their resurgence has been a lot on the back of that spark that Marlon Dykes added. No doubt, especially with the injuries that the Dolphins have gone through, Matty. They really needed some creative spark to come back into the side and someone to really lift it. And Marlon has been at the forefront of that. So he's been a very exciting player to watch at the back end of this season. And hopefully we'll see more of him in years to come as well. But unfortunately, the Finns behind most of the afternoon. There was a little bit of a, a run there when the game was already gone at the end to, to flatter the scoreline a little bit. But uh, fair to say the afternoon pretty much belonged to the East Tigers. Absolutely. There was a chance when they come out in the second half, yep. if they'd scored early, put the pressure on East, you thought, well, maybe we can we can come over the top of them. But East took that away really early. They scored within the first couple and of a minutes very after, soft try after the second well. half. Very soft. And you could see that right at that point, the Dolphins thought, well, I think we're done for mm. today and I think we're done for the season. Now, they do have, of course, one game left against the Townsville Blackhawks, and we'll cover off on that. But as you'll hear from Troy Lindsay in his interview shortly, he just wants the guys to go and, and have some fun and, and enjoy their footy for that last game. And Look, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they come out and, and surprise the Blackhawks on, on Sunday. I completely agree. Let's hear from Troy Lindsay right now. Cowboy, a disappointing loss today to the East Tigers, at, uh, which was the, the last game of the at-home for this season. Yeah, it was. It was very disappointing. You know, I thought we'd had a pretty good week training-wise and, uh, you know, in the coming weeks we'd been really good as a football side. So, you know, to come up with an effort like we did today was uh, disappointing. What do you put the effort down to? The team just seemed very flat throughout the game. Yeah, they didn't. Well, I, I don't know. You know, we've been up for eight, ten weeks, been going really well and playing some good football, you know, and just for some reason, you know, today was the day that, you know, it didn't click and for whatever reason, I don't know, but... You know, we'll, uh, we won't have too much of a look at it this week. We'll just concentrate on next week and probably more about have a bit of fun and get ready for Townsville. East's got the early advantage through the forward pack and you couldn't seem to wrestle that back after that? Yeah, I thought, you know, they dominated us in the middle. You know, our middles were very poor and we just couldn't get that back. And, 
you know, they were just running harder and their line, the defensive line was working harder for each other and, you know, that, that was the result they got and, you know, that's how you get it. That's how you get the school line that we did. You probably haven't had a chance to reflect on the year, but that loss does extinguish any hopes of, of finals. What, what's your thoughts on, on what was 2015? Uh, yeah, a little, I'm a little bit disappointed, you know. It we took took us a while to click a bit, I suppose, and uh, I would like to have... I knew it was always going to take a while, and uh, I thought it might have clicked a bit earlier, you know, and if it did, you know, probably wouldn't be in this situation. And we'd been good this last second round. I think we don't, that was our second loss for the round, so, you know, we only got one to go. But, yeah, a little disappointed, but, you know, there's a lot of good things there for next year. Marlon Doke in this second half of the season has been spectacular, and we've seen some... Some great tries from him again today. He's, he's certainly an attacking weapon for the Dolphins going forward. Oh, for sure. You know, he's back to the Aaron Barber days, if anyone can remember him. But, you know, he's uh, he's just quick. You know, if once he's in the open, there's no chance of anyone catching him. So, you know, he, he was quite good today. He got two tries. And, you know, I think if you, you get on the back of a good forward pack, and you know, he could be really dangerous. Any injuries out of today? No, nah, a couple of little niggly things. I think that's about it. Fantastic, Cowboy. We'll enjoy that last game up uh, against the Blackhawks and Townsville. Thanks for your time. Yeah, well, thank you. Thanks, mate. Cowboy there uh, reflecting on the game. A disappointing way to end the season at home. And mm. It was such a great celebration great there of, the, of the 50 years since Dolphins had won their first premiership back in 1965. And, and some of the guys were actually there of that 65 team. So it would have been great mm. to win for those guys on the weekend, but it wasn't to be. But there's always next year. There always is now. We spoke about him earlier. He's one of our favourite players, but he caught up with Marlon Doak after the game, and let's see what Marlon had to say. Marlon, a tough loss there today against the East Tigers. Yeah, pretty tough game. We always knew it was going to be one of the hardest games all year, especially coming into finals. It wasn't there from the start. Team seemed a little flat today. Can you put your finger on what that might have been about? The warm-up seemed pretty good. I don't know what happened. Just didn't yeah. start well. And East, in the teams that you played, how do you rate the East team today going forward, looking at finals? Yeah, solid. They've got good basic structure and always completing their sets. Yeah, they'll probably, I reckon they'll be top three. We've seen you come into this Dolphins side in, in the later part of the year, which coincided with the Dolphins playing some really good football. How have you been with your, your own form? Happy with it? Oh, some games I've been happy with it, but I'm still getting used to the plays a bit and just got to get my lines right, really. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. We've seen three spectacular tries from you today. Well, two in particular, capitalising on East mistakes. Yeah, you would have been happy with those? Yeah, I was pretty happy. Not running the whole 80 metres where it was. That's not really good. But, no, nah, yeah, just to get us on the board was pretty good. We've seen you in a couple of positions for the Dolphins this year. Bit of 5-8, full-back and also on the wing. Do you have a preference where you play? Well, I like fullback because I get the ball a bit more, but it doesn't really bother me. Just like playing. Well, thanks for your time today, Marlon. We hope to see you in Dolphins colours in the future. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Marlon, okie doke. Okie doke. What do we say? The... He's a friendly helping man, as the, the classic ABC TV show goes. Okie doke. Okie doke, Marlon. Doke. The excitement machine. I really hope we see plenty more of him. It's going to make things very, very interesting depending on some of those players who have been sitting in the long-term injury list come back, how Anthony Griffin, when he does come back next season, how he looks to slot everyone in because Marlon's been fantastic whatever number jersey he's pulled on. So well done to Marlon. Thanks very much for his time yeah, as well. Thanks for his time and thanks for Cowboys, Tom. And all, all year, Cowboy has been so accessible. There's been some tough losses. Very tough losses. And Cowboys always fronted for an interview with 
Dolphins TV and, and of course, the Dolphins pod. It's fantastic. And I'll tell you what I've loved, Swampy. There's, he's not guarded in any of his answers. Matty, some of some of the NRL coaches these days, they're, they're trained to the same point that our mm. politicians are trained, where they'll say a lot of words, but nothing. it won't but mean nothing. Cowboy will deliver exactly what is, is on his mind, how he feels, to the point. It's it's refreshing. It's always honest. It's whether it's good or it's bad. You know he'll tell you exactly what, what he's thinking and what he feels and what the team feels and as fans of the game as we are, as fans of the game as you or our listeners, we're, we're so very lucky to have had Cowboy open up like he has week to week and give us a real insight into our favourite team. Well, so a big thank you to Cowboy As today. fans, it's fantastic to know what the coach honestly thinks yep. after a game. Absolutely. So great work to Dolphins TV, and mm-hmm. John Sloan's a, a big part of those putting those interviews together. Each week, 10 minutes after the game, 15 minutes after the game, up on the Dolphins Facebook page, we, we know what... Troy Lindsay yep. thought of the game. That's fantastic. Absolutely. So uh, that's that's been a great addition, and, and thanks to the club for for providing that for us as fans this year. So and uh, once again, thanks to Cowboy because that draws a close to his tenure as the Dolphins coach. Like we said, there's one more game to go, but that's the home season, and that's the finals brought to a close on the weekend. He's had a really rough. Go with injuries. It's it's. I see a lot of parallels, Matty, to to Anthony Griffin's. Funnily enough, last season at the Broncos, where there are a lot of things that just didn't fall the right way, but you can see the pieces yeah. of, of a really fantastic team in there. And and Cowboys have been working at that for a while. It's, it's just about there. He's been cruel with injury this year. I mean, unfortunately, it just hasn't quite come together. So looking forward and moving forward to next next year. The Dolphins and Anthony Griffin and us as fans, we're rooting for a treat, I think, in the next couple of years because of the enormous hard work and the hard yards, much like he did as a player, that, that Troy Lindsay has, has done this year. Where are we going to be the beneficiaries of that? And fortunately, Cowboy won't, but you know, he's had a, a really rough run with injuries. And to, for the Dolphins to have even been contending, when we sat here a couple of pods ago and made up a team filled up with just the injury yeah, award, yeah. Like, that, that's outrageous. Stress are born. You know, players of that calibre that... Well, Strasser didn't play a game this year. No. It, it's it's been disappointing from that point of view for, for Cowboy because he's such a club legend, and you know those he feels the losses as much as anyone no at the club. So it's been an enjoyable time for him as our coach, and he, he's put a lot of that heart and soul back in into to Redcliffe. And thanks very much to to Cowboy, and no doubt he'll still be around the club. But we welcome him. Anthony Griffin, and as we were speaking earlier, Swampy, Anthony Griffin and Grant Cleal are, are working on their rosters for next year. There's, a, I think, a lot of the players there. They're in negotiations with the, hopefully, to, to keep them on, and, and we'll be looking in a couple of positions where the mm. Dolphins do need some assistance. They'll be looking to sign a couple of players. So no doubt, there's plenty of players that will be looking for the opportunity to play under Anthony Griffin too. Matty is, you know, he's an NRL coach. He's going to bring certain connections to the game and open up a lot of doors for a player that's going to perform well under him. So no doubt there's players from the Dolphins who are who are going to be playing to impress. No doubt there's players out there at other clubs as well this weekend that will also be playing to impress that the Dolphins might be looking at. So it's going to be a very interesting round and I think the Dolphins will be right up for this. Let's not forget, if we talk about the NRL just for a second, the Cowboys have had a Terrible trot, awful, awful trot this weekend. Some of those very key players from the Blackhawks are all of a sudden going to get called up to the Cowboys. Mm. So there's opportunity here for the Finns. Send Cowboy out a winner. Make some really great names for yourselves heading into next year. Yes, Swampy, I think they can knock over the Blackhawks this Sunday. Looking forward, Matty, for the Finns. Who this year that's been, I suppose, unearthed? Because... 
On the flip side of our injury crisis, we've seen some great young talent come through. Who are the players that you've seen this year that have come out and stood up that's really impressed you and you think, yep, they're made for first grade. We'll be seeing lots of them. Uh, if Joe Bond doesn't get hurt, we don't see Josh Behag probably this season. Or Marlon Doak, or those type of players. Josh Behag doesn't get that that experience. Like He's got a whole, virtually a whole year of Queensland Cup experience under his belt going into 2016, whereas he would have been a, a rookie going into 2016 if it wasn't for some of these injuries. So every cloud does have a silver lining. I've been very impressed by Behag and Marlon Doak, uh, as two that have come in. Tyson Cleal, we seen him in a few cameos last year, but he's cemented himself as a real uh, hitman in that pack. You could see on the weekend there were East players that were having a look up to see if Tyson was ready to, to knock him over. We've to. seen it a couple of times, and I've seen a couple of players get the offload away fairly quickly. They didn't, pass. Well, they didn't want to be smashed by Tyson, and he's still eligible for Colts, Tyson Cleal. So he's had an enormous year. And also, Johnny Brady is another player. Of course, with the injuries to Strasher and Bond, we've seen him come into the, the side, and he's been fantastic since he's come into that, and it really complimented Rocky Capewell. I've got to agree with you both on, on Josh Behag, who's just been so super impressive week after week. There's, there's not been too many bad games that Josh Behag has played, and with such a responsibility on his shoulders as well. If he has played a bad game, he's had some absolutely outstanding ones, but he's just turned up every single week. i tell you what impresses me about Josh Behag is he might make a mistake, and you see a lot of young players, they make a mistake and they go into their shell. He comes back the next time. He, he wants to get his hands on the ball. I enjoy how frustrated he gets with himself yep. because he cares, Matty. It, it's, it hurts him so much when he makes a mistake and he's filthy with himself. He's tries so hard to try and make amends the next time he does it and he wants to make amends. And He's just been so super impressive there. Marlon Doak's been very exciting in the back end of the season as well. Tyson Clill, I've loved every single minute I've watched him on the field. He's, he's gone a very long way to becoming one of my favourite players for, for the Dolphins and I'm just so excited to see the kind of player he matures into in the next couple of years. He, he's just so exciting. He's building a reputation already. I, I think as Dolphins fans, we're in for a, a lot of years of highlights if Tyson can stay healthy, maybe stay a little bit of trouble with that judiciary. One player as well that, that's really impressed me, he's been around about for a couple of years, but is Harley Aiono. He's, he's been sort of talking about... He's been about, really good this year. He has. And look, fitness hasn't always been his friend, and I think Harley's probably the first to throw his hand up, but we've seen glimpses of what... Harley Aono is a very, very good player. Absolutely. And Absolutely. So he just probably needs that little bit more consistency. For me, and I think that probably comes with a little bit of experience and, and maturity as and well. I, and I think this year will be so great for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. so he's been another one of those players of the next generation that I think we'll see for a lot. You know, there's going to be opportunity in the next couple of years for Harley to really become the, the, the leader of that forward pack. Because Harley can do some freaky things. Some amazing yeah, he, like things. He, he threw a cutout ball and hit the winger on the chest. Like He can play some second row, can play a little bit of front row. Last year, I seen him pass the ball through his legs to set up a try. No, he, he's a really freakish yep. player. So Harley, if he uh, can get some consistency, he's a real star of the future for that Dolphins. Speaking side. of consistency, and he probably doesn't quite fit the same mould as those younger players do, but I can't not mention him when we're talking about players who have done all year is, is Aaron Whitchurch there's, there's fewer cons, more consistent players in the Intrust Super Cup full stop I think Matty he, he's just always been fantastic he tries his guts out every single week and he's just such a great player mm. is, is Aaron Whitchurch and, and the Dolphins will be lucky to watch him every week so we were talking just slightly off off air if you will on the podcast but maybe keep a very close eye on him for Peter Lee's medal we did our Peter Lee's medal preview a couple of shows ago I think it was episode 17 
and we mentioned with Church, but in the last couple of weeks, his form's been huge. I think he's going to hit the line very strongly at the tail end of the season for that, that Peter Lee's middle. And let's mention his centre partner, Tommy Opacek, as well. Been fantastic. Uh, the Wamuran wonder. A slow start to the year, boy, and I think Tom would be the first to admit that, but in the back half of the season, he's really coming to his own. For what we've seen of, of Tom coming through Colts and through that Broncos under-20, what we expected of him, we're seeing now. Now another player I've really enjoyed watching this year, Swampy, is Charlie Fanger. Yes. Much loved around Dolphin Oval has been Charlie Fanger, and you can vote for him to be the QRL People's Choice Award, and you can go along to the QRL website and vote for Charlie to be the 4X People's Choice Award. So you just head to qrl.com.au and vote for Charlie, and let's get him home in, in the People's Choice. Absolutely. Vote for Charlie. Vote for Charlie. Vote, vote one, one Charlie. For, vote one for Charlie. Look, there's, as we said earlier, Maddie, there's, there's plenty for, for, for Hook and, and, and Crusher to go through. Anthony Cherryson's another one that's, that's oh, been amazing for player. the Dolphins. Amazing Shane Pamupi. So we, we've seen so many great performances. Cruel by injuries, so Cruel many Cruel by them. injuries. I, I think if you look away and say, why didn't they make the finals? They didn't play 80 minutes of football yep. enough. Yep. When, when they won, they put in a good 80, but some of those games... We've seen 20, 30, 40 minutes of brilliance and they could rack up a score and get to a big lead or run down a lead. And you thought, this is, this is one hell of a football side. But we just didn't see it for 80 minutes and we just didn't see it week in, week out. You'd hope, Matty, that the injury gods bless us a little bit more next year and with a bit more consistency and off-season to go. Hopefully there's, there's the, the, the depth is not tested as much as it has been this year. What that leads to is competition for spots every week. And when there's competition for spots, the players that are out there are giving their all because they want to hold it. You know, hopefully we'll see this team play consistently as a team week in, week out. And no doubt they could have gone towards something special because even with all the setbacks they've had, they've gone very, very close. It's been a bit of a what-could-have-been year, Swampy. But let's remember there's still one week to go. Let's have a quick look at this week's preview brought to you by Design Line Graphics. Of course, like we said, they're off to play the Blackhawks up at Jack Mansky Oval in Townsville. So best of luck to the team there. The BRL team are off to down the road to play at D-Bay Bombers home ground uh, on Sunday. That's at 3pm versus Winner Manly Redland City. And then the Fog Colts are at action at Tap Out Stadium, which is a.k.a. Langlands Park, at 10.30am on Sunday. Now, that's that was originally scheduled to be at 12.35, so that's a 10.30 kickoff if anyone's looking to go and watch the Colts. And the Intra Super Cup game is the TV game TV game, week. so we so can settle in, watch the last game of the year, have a lemonade. And, and cheer home the Dolphins, playing an entertaining brand of football, as promised by Cowboy Lindsay. And, you know, I think that's why we've seen the Dolphins feature so much in the TV games this year, Maddie, because they have, whatever the TV games have been on, they, they played some outstanding mm. football, win, lose or draw. Bar even. last week. Bar last week, that wasn't great. But yeah. before that, it's been great. So, yeah, still plenty of football to watch this weekend. So the injury ward... Also, Swampy is, well, because it's our last episode, we're uh, telling everyone they've got to leave. But, this, of course, there's still a lot of injuries. So thank you very much to Painter Dixon for being a great sponsor of the Injury Ward. Big thank you to them as well. And look, the, the beds have been chuffed off and yep. they've been, everyone's been put in a moon boot. Yep. doesn't matter if you don't have a, a foot injury. If it's a shoulder injury, everyone's got a moon boot. Everyone's just, got a moon boot. That's just a little gift from the um, from the Dolphins pod. It, everyone got a it's complimentary got moon boot. On one, sh- on one moon boot, yeah. it, you get two. Yeah. You get two moon boots. On one heel is your face, yes. the other heel is mine. It's so enjoy, it's as they walk out, yeah. they see our heads. Just so something a little bit different. That's what we yeah, do. That's what we do. Just mixing it up. 
And of course, Swampy, we don't have an... Well, with the Colts, just back to the Colts very quickly, a big shout-out to Mitch Wilson, who talks up his 50th Colts game on the, on the weekend. So fantastic. Well done to, to Mitch. Mitch, and uh, he's a real backbone of that Colts side. So uh, congratulations to you, Mitch. Now, Swampy, we don't actually have any around the grounds for this week, but that's been a fantastic segment. We spoke about Charlie Fayanga being a cult hero. Around the grounds has had a real following around the, the peninsula. And can I just say, last week, Jeb did fill in for yes. me. Outstanding job on Around the Grounds. He did? Outstanding you job. Like, what about the banjo the player? The banjo was fantastic. Very much, good. much better choice. Well done, Jeb. Thank you for filling in last week. And a big thank you to the sponsor for this year for Around the Grounds, Matty, Village Motors. Thank Motors. you very, very much. It's been great to have them along. It's been bit of a long around the grounds the last couple of weeks. A big finish yes. to the year, but it's been a pleasure to bring all the happenings to you, folks. All our intro people, so we've had Bobby the banjo player, we've, we've had the recorder player, oh, we, we've had Tom Marsh. We've had spoons. The, the spoon man, we've had triangles. Piani. We had the piani. And so everyone we've had this year have gathered here for our last show. They've got streamers, they've got party hats on, and they're going to play us out with a little bit of a... Uh, I think it's maybe a mega mix or a, a oh, melody yeah. or what, what? What do you call it? A is compilation. It a compilation is it, is it? Is this like the so fresh of yeah around the grand yes. intro music? So all together. So we get them to just take it away for us for the the last around the grounds with Swampy for two thousand and Congratulations, Swampy, on Around the Ground with right. Village Motors. It's, it's been a pleasure, Maddie, and looking forward to all the happenings next year as well. So, of course, Swampy, that is us done and dusted for this year. I'd like to thank a couple of people for making the Dolphins pod happen. Of course, Tony Murphy and Grant Cleal. Also, Kirsty Fields, who's been such a great help for you, Swampy, each week with content for Around the Grounds. And John Sloan, our, our producer of the show that... Provides us with great information week in, week out. Updates the injury ward and any other news we need to know. Uh, John Sloan is there to provide it. So thank you to Sloan, Kirsty, Crusher and Spud for all their help in putting the Dolphins pod together. Also uh, a big thank you to uh, Michael Jebba McLucas who has filled in off the bench a couple of times when uh, you've been unavailable Swampy. Like we said though, if Dolphins make the grand final near the BRL, all the Colts will do a special grand final edition for, for either of those. They're in consecutive weeks, so hopefully we've got two more pods to come. And, of course, the Peter Lease Medal, uh, which we will be hosting. We will. We will be there. So if you do happen to be there, listeners, come up, say hello, tell us what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to see for next year, why Around the Grounds is your favourite segment, anything you want, really. Fantastic, yes. Come and see us. Or you can hit us up on social media. Of via, course. Via Twitter, me at Mr Peninsula and you at Peter L Marsh. That's the one. You're and learning. all the Dolphins Facebook page, you can say good day and say, look, I'd like this on the Dolphins pod next year or it went for too long or it didn't go for long enough. Any feedback we're open to. Of course, 
you are getting married in the off-season as well. I am. Well, not in the off-season, kind of. It would have been, if the Dolphins made the grand final, you would have been getting married on the Saturday before it. Oh, I would have made it. Tell you what, I would have made it. Good luck with that. Thank you. And hopefully we talk to you twice more this year, but if not, we'll see you all in 2016. Thanks very much, folks. And for one last time this year, time to pass the ball around. Listening to the Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins.